Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there. It's John here. I'm just popping in before the episode starts to apologize for the fact that you're not getting a new episode of The Dream Factory today but you are getting an absolutely blinding classic episode. If, if anything that we've ever done can be described as classic. So this was recorded nearly four years ago, which is absolutely mind-boggling. And this is with uh, the one and only podfather, Scroobius Pip himself. So, um, yeah, we put it up because over the weekend, Pip shouted out our podcast, which is incredibly lovely of him. And Joel gorged on so many Easter eggs that he just needs some time to think about what he's done. That's not really what happened, obviously. We will be back soon, I promise, I promise. Please keep sending in your ideas wherever you do social media or via email, dreamfactorypod at gmail.com or dreamfactorypod on all social medias. Uh, basically, you can't actually listen to this podcast. It's a rule unless you've sent us an idea. It's a rule I've just made up, but I think it's a really good rule. And I think it's going to stick. So in this episode, we discuss superhero baristas, obviously named things, sweet beverages, and it's an episode that was so dangerous it nearly got us banned. Enjoy. John, uh, what's the best thing you've ever won? I don't think I've ever won like a competition or anything. If that's no, no. Just the hearts and minds. Of... <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like I a random entry competition. I, I, I thought it was about right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's <laughs> competitions you probably could have won, but would have been too afraid to enter. Yeah, there's probably some apprehension. Yeah, yeah. nerves. Should we <laughs> <laughs> move on? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be melted down and displayed in a Salvador Dali retrospective. I'm Joel, a man who puts the ass in underpaid office assistant, and across from me is John Harris, a man so uncomfortable in his own skin, he's tried unsuccessfully to shed it four times. And not only that... We're delighted to say that joining us today is rapper, poet, podcaster, Mr. Scroobius Pip. How's Hello. it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good, man. I'm, I'm really excited to have you here. I'm excited because I have a, a regular interactions with both of you, yeah. but never in this kind of... Well, never in the hey, same room. Hey, we're talking, doing podcast stuff in interaction. I, I like it. I know. It's normally a lot more professional than this. So Not mine and screw. Let's cut loose. No. <laughs> Mostly best friend stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, be- we're, be- we're best friends. When was the last time you hung out? Oh, well, real best friends don't need to hang <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, they just know. You don't know. need that. Yeah. Uh, John. Yes. We're here to pitch films. Give what, me a film. What about this one from Sue? We're, we're, we're big fans of superhero films. I know Pip's a big fan of Huge the superhero, fan of superhero genre. Films. What about Captain Americano? So like a super barista? Yeah, what? Barista yeah. by day, Cape's <laughs> Crusader by night. What? Yeah. Pip, do you think coffee would be part of a superpower? It's a really tough one. It's tough to know the genre it would be in because of the fact that superhero films have got to the point where superhero is no longer the genre. You've got comedy superhero films, you've got action ones, yeah, you've, very got, true. you've got teen ones and all sorts. So 
coffee is so across the board these days. It's hard to know what genre it would it would sit in. It could be like a an Italian art house film. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of it being a real kind of quite mundane, like the, the, the way Seinfeld was like the TV series where nothing happens. I, I like the idea of it just being such an everyday part of life that um, he's just there, just giving everyone a bit of a pep. A bit of a, a pep in their uh, step. So maybe he's just the barista. You know how like big companies, if you're ever going to have a meeting at like a big tech company or something, they've got their own barista in-house. Yeah. Maybe he's just the barista on that yeah. flying spaceship the Avengers have. Or, the, or, or, <laughs> or, or that's the beautiful thing, that he's his suit, He's the most important superhero, but uh, no one knows he's got a superpower because his yeah. superpower is bringing the best out of all the rest of them. Uh. In the morning, <laughs> just giving them that little... <laughs> I, yeah, costumes looking great, Captain. Uh, right um, four on so on, the cup. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. He's given him that little boost, and he's the unsung, unsung hero of the heroes until <laughs> I can't. Oh, I was going to do some big Infinity no. War spoilers there, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not going to. Um, Generic until, bad guy kills all the other superheroes. Yeah, until there aren't any superheroes, and he has to step up. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and then all he's got is because his his positive attitude doesn't really have much of an effect on villains because yeah. uh, if anything it makes them stronger as well because if you're in a bad yeah. mood and someone's being have a good morning you're like, fucking have a good morning you, you have a good morning I don't need to have a good morning he makes one henchman slip over on some coffee beans <laughs> thinks I'm in here I'm as good as the other superheroes alternatively it could be he spent so much time making other people feel good he's just got all this pent up hatred yeah. so that when he does meet the villain he just one sentence takes that guy down a peg or seven yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. and he feels so bad That's, about himself the supervillains need taking down a peg <laughs> or seven yeah yeah they're up to no good incidentally my my favourite l- literal name is is henchman because it's literally just it's a henchman oh yeah it's, it's what a henchman is it's a yeah. big henchman and uh, it's like pancakes you don't think about it it's just a cake, just cake you make in a pan <laughs> it's flour and that and you it's in a pan yeah, it's a yeah. pan it's so simple but we overlook it so we, henchman we is a favourite <laughs> It's quite an interesting campaign you've got there for people to stop overlooking <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously named things. Overlooking the obvious. We take these things for granted. <laughs> Do you want one from me? Yes, please. This is from James. Last tango in Paris. Right. Okay. The sugar tax has hit France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is dramatic. You can see where this has gone yeah. already, right? Yeah. So James is suggesting that all the original recipe soft drinks have gone. Yeah. I don't know if you've, if you've suffered from this, if you're a fan of a soft drink, yeah. but everything's changed in the UK. Yeah. Flavour as we know it has changed. Yeah. So if you are a child born now, you'd yeah. never know actually how delicious soft drinks have the potential to be. <laughs> completely. But it's, it's, it's completely psychological as, as well. It's conditioning. Because really? I, I went over oh, to Pepsi Max at one point and I was like, I was just trying to be a bit healthy and I was, I was reticent. <laughs> and then I went back to Pepsi and I was like, oh, it's so sickly. Mm-hmm. I just, and I literally, I can't enjoy it now. So I can't go back in time to a time where I was enjoying <laughs> fully sh- sugary drink so I'd try and have a character in who's trying to let people know it's going to be alright we, <laughs> we need to just push through in time we won't need any more tangos I mean, right. I mean, for your health, it's probably for the best that you've gone to Pepsi Max. However, yeah. there is a, you know, you could have just soldiered on through through the Pepsi sickly taste until you got used to it again. Yeah, I could. Yeah, again, I could <laughs> push back to that. I, I mean, I mean, alternatively, I'm making it this big, this big crusade. I, I, I could have soldiered past fizzy pop if, 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 if I'm making this big mm. choice and big lifestyle change. But no, I was like, oh, I still want to have fizzy pop. I just don't want it to be <laughs> quite as sugary. Well, 
the French still want to have their fizzy pop. They do, understandably, in in glass bottles as well. Mm. They they, oh, love, they love a bit of that still. Bottle. They're yeah. traditional. They they do, and they also like uh, different shape. Is Tango the bulb? I was going to yeah, say, I don't think Tango. No, is, I don't know. No, it's not. Orangina. I was going to say, it's Orangina. That's what you have in Europe. You go in. Mm. You go on a holiday to France. It's not, a, it's not a case of last Tango in Paris. There's no Tango in Paris. It's last Tango in Paris, and it'll be another one that just no one really notices. <laughs> it'll just be someone drinking a Tango and going, "Oh, it's not Orangina," <laughs> and that was it. Credits. Yeah, it's it's not because of any sugar tax. It's just lack there of demand. The last. It's going to be a falsified story of sugar tax. <laughs> it's going to turn out. Oh no, there just wasn't really demand for it it's like the myth that um that the absinthe was illegal in the uk and for a certain amount of time oh, yeah, it's a myth yeah. it just wasn't popular people weren't into it that's why absinthe they wasn't to make around it and it's like it's now this thing is, it was illegal it was yeah. too dangerous <laughs> it was green and people set fire to it it's like no i just they weren't into it no one drank a bit of whiskey and gin horrible yeah it's <laughs> not nice maybe we should claim the dream factory is illegal yeah, and calling sexy, <laughs> and then, then, we'll, then we'll suddenly pop to the top of the iTunes charts. Yeah, maybe we could tax it somehow. <laughs> get to the front page of the news. It is the classic thing of like um, of songs that were banned from the radio or music videos yeah. that were banned and all that. And it's always like you're just you're really overregulating. It's the most you're counterproductive making... things to do, right? To yeah. ban something like that because people were like, "Well, now I have to." I legitimately it. used that marketing <laughs> technique on my first ever single because that shit always cool came out, and it was. On the radio, they peeped out, topical, the word Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola yep. and, and Nestle. And everyone was furious. And I made this big point of, we've written the first song that had to be censored not because of swearing. Yeah, that's good. It was so powerful. <laughs> they didn't even have to censor swear words. They had to censor the content. <laughs> that's how, and I was like, everyone went crazy for it. I was like, how powerful. And they're furious at Radio 1. I'm like, I don't care. It's nice to get played. <laughs> Maybe when we post this one, we say it's so sexy that it nearly got banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. people have to listen. Maybe we just deliver it a day late because we claim we're in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did again. This is just a, a, a career highlight. It's a walk down memory lane. But I had I had an ending to my my Edinburgh Fringe show, which people still don't realise. I did it on the spoken word too as well, and people still don't realise it was a joke. Which is, I think, the sign of the best jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're Silence. performing yeah, on stage, yeah, yeah. when people don't realise they've heard a joke, that's what that's what every, <laughs> every comedian saying two days later that you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I I did a thing which was essentially I ripped it off from from Tommy Cooper. So I'd make this claim that I had this new poem that, um, and I'd say you might have seen it in the Metro that it was. Um, it was, I mean, a court case at the moment because it was deemed to to be in in inciting violence or inciting r- r- rage. So I'm not allowed to perform it, but you know, you guys have been so good tonight. <laughs> I've, I've been told that there's going to be undercover police. So you know, but you guys have been so so good. I'm going to perform it. But as I might get stopped halfway through, if it's okay, I'll take my applause now because it's been an amazing night. I'll take my applause now, um, but. You know, if I got stopped, it's not my fault if I go to, to prison, blah, blah, blah. And they all applaud and go mental. And then I just go, no, I ain't going to prison for that. And, w- <laughs> no, I, and, and walked off. And, and Tommy Cooper used to do that. I'd have this pile of chairs. And he'd be like, this dangerous trick I'm going to do. But I may die, so I'll take my applause. Yeah, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't risking my life for that. And walk off. But still to this day, people say, so what So what happened to... to uh, it was called <laughs> chronic, not, not critical... Which um, which came from just a text I had that a mate cancelled because he had an illness and it, all he said was, it's chronic, not critical. <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, that is a wonderful cancellation. But yeah, to this day, if people say, so have you ever recorded a version of, of chronic, not critical? Is it ever, has it ever, has it ever 
get out there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I'll get arrested. It's too, you're gonna, um, it's too dangerous. You're going to Ed Miliband it and carve it into a massive stone uh, <laughs> yeah. block in your garden one day. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I've just I've just had a word with Pip, and if you listen past the credits of this episode of the podcast, <laughs> he's going to perform for the first time. Chronic, chronic not, not critical. critical. I cannot wait. <laughs> Exclusive. If it, although it will check to see if you've listened to any adverts that are in there and not just fast forwarded through. Again, yeah. I just I like to put spoilers and Easter eggs into my adverts on <laughs> on my podcast because I know everyone just skips skips through them, so it's fine. What about this one from Dale? Kevin James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Absolutely, I'd watch yeah. it. And I like how just it's, you know what you're getting. <laughs> with Kevin James. Yeah. With Ke- uh, no, yeah. with Kevin James yeah. and the Giant Peach. Yeah. You know, it, it, it tells, you all, tells you all you need to know about the story. It's not the shape of water, which should have been Fishman and the Mute. Yeah. I've campaigned for a long time. That should have been the title. You're very pro uh, literal label. Yeah, yeah, I like literal, literal things. Yeah. <laughs> but Kevin James and the Giant Peach gives you that. I would watch that, just Kevin James and the Giant Peach. And there'll be what's his name in it, who's in all Kevin James and Adam Sandler films. Who's the guy? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. That's him. The guy no, says the you can guy. do it. Oh, um... Rob. Rob Schneider. Rob yes. Schneider. Yes. yes, he'll be in there. He'll be, he may be the giant peach. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a big reveal at the end that the giant Rob peach Schneider was always Rob Schneider. Spoiler. Yeah. What about this one from Martin? Sean Penn Gwyn. It's it's a similar kind right. of vibe. Famous person is a penguin. Yeah. Is it's, there is there a film just called? Penguin, or is it just go? It's no. purely the pun. So sometimes, it's just, okay. yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's just a with. pun. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we just work on pure puns, Pip. Is it a body swap comedy? No, um, we've done could, we've done that before. We do quite a lot of body swap comedies. Yeah. I uh, would Sean Penn get on better as a penguin, or a penguin get on better as Sean Penn, Pip. <laughs> I mean, again, that's just, it's made me excited for the idea of a body swap. Because in trying to analyse that, I've realised I want to see both. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see a penguin being like overly overly left wing and ranty and kind yeah. of alienating itself. Because they're, the they're quite right wing traditionally. They are, they are, they are. I mean, they've got both. They're, they're, <laughs> they, 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 they are entitled and they're useless because they can't fly. But anyway. But imagine we are going to get banned if you start calling penguins useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most controversial <laughs> podcast today. If Sean Penn, maybe Sean Penn wakes up in the body of a penguin, and I like the wing element, yeah. he has to learn to be the first penguin that can fly, so he flies back to Hollywood to find his body that's got the brain of a penguin and swap back. I reckon you'd struggle to convince that penguin to leave Sean Penn's body. Yeah. If they're in a whale of a time. <laughs> It's not a whale of the time. Someone's a fan of Sean Penn's body. <laughs> <laughs> Who would ever leave that? I mean, come on, be serious. Look at him. Oh, yeah, I stand by it. Yeah, it's better than if, if I was a penguin and I was suddenly in Sean Penn's body, I'd be like, there's a lot more. Depends on the situation. With. If you're in the middle of the ocean, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably, I'd I probably rather have the penguin's body. How, we don't know how good, how good a swimmer Sean Penn is. Yeah, never, is never seen him in water. I bet he's a good, I would guess him to be a good swimmer because yeah. he looks like he's got that like natural l- l- low body fat. You know, mm. high lung capacity. Yeah, yeah, Joel, yeah. Joel yeah. often tells me he has the body of a swimmer, actually, don't you? Sean Penn. You always tell him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me, me? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, terrified of the stuff. Absolutely terrified of the stuff. But yeah. Can't handle open water, Pip. Oh, really? Does it, it. does it freak you out? Yeah, it's the sense of 
Like, I shouldn't be here. I, I love the water, and I almost drowned as a child, so what's wrong with you? I've, I've, <laughs> I've got every reason to hate it. Yeah, you've, yeah that's because cool you faced it. it. You faced, faced it. You faced, faced, faced the fear and got yeah, through. exactly. You can't defeat me. I... <laughs> you just stand at the ocean like King Canoe. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Want another go? Um, Swim with my mouth open and everything. <laughs> try it. Try it. I just spit it out. <laughs> John, what are you most afraid of? Social situations with more than a few people. Yeah, I All faced right. it sometimes, but I haven't got. I'm not stronger as a result of it, like Pip is. It, but it's again, I, I I do think that's an overlooked thing that's absolutely fine and reasonable. I'm I'm the I'm the same with that. I don't really like big crowds and stuff like that. It's a bit it's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, like, but the thing is, it makes John... me want to swap the bodies with a penguin. <laughs> 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 trying to do trans- but they're, they're always, always in big crowds. Yeah, yeah. you never get a lone penguin. <laughs> that's but, true. but they're so you get to just drift into the crowd when you're a penguin yeah. is it racist to say all penguins look the same <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference oh, Sean Penguin he's a pretty left leaning <laughs> he is he won't politically ever. active yeah. penguin yeah how dare you the thing about John is he approaches crowds in the same way you do the water and he just sort of goes in that open mouth <laughs> <laughs> it's weird it's really weird it's very uncomfortable yeah it makes everyone very uncomfortable how about this from Graham Harry Potter and the Hunt for Red October. Oh, nice. No, I like it. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, John and I pitched Snapes on a Plane. Yep, um, nice. Uh, nice. This is similar, but I, I believe the Hunt for Red October happens in a submarine. Yes, it's a submarine, and uh, I think the addition of, of Sean Connery is what the Harry Potter franchise was missing. It probably along. was. Well, he Sean was probably, Connery in a submarine. Yeah, I mean, a school Hiding in from Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 Literally, just and what better than a submarine for hiding to have that little thing that peeps up and goes, ooh. Yeah, exactly. And a little periscope. I nearly said that Harry Potter doesn't ever tackle water, but he does in one of them. He's yeah, he's got the giddy weed, he can he can swim underwater. Right. So you could feasibly chase a submarine. I mean there's a lot of water. I like the idea. There's not enough there's no there's 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 not enough like thrillers that are based kind of like on 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 a game of hide and seek <laughs> which is truly thrilling if you are yeah. hiding oh, and yeah. someone is trying to find you in a game there's of hide like and seek it. and they're close all the heart races <laughs> so I and imagine that, if that person was a wizard yeah <laughs> exactly he's I not allowed like to cheat no, no like invisibility cloak or anything right no, he's doing the hunting. Mate. Oh, fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the invisibility cloak, it's not going to work on Sean's radar, let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's no cloak yeah. for radar. You may be invisible, not to sonar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, tagline from the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might be overthinking this, but why is Harry Potter looking for Sean Connery in a submarine? I mean, it, that's the big reveal. <laughs> that's, that's part of the mystery. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's like an old boy where the big reveal at the end is you were asking the wrong question. That's yeah. exactly it. It's like we're all, all asking, can he find Sean Connery? Yeah. We weren't. We weren't asking why, why? is he looking for Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about this one? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. But it's the band Kiss from Daryl. Nice, I like it. You're you you're a fan of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, right? Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Are you a fan of the band Kiss? Um, not as much. So maybe this would be what gets me into them. Um, I I, I love because a Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was just full to the brim with just overly written dialogue, but nice. it was wonderfully witty um, and 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 clever, yeah. which is the opposite of Kiss lyrics. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the beauty of them is the simplicity and crassness. Yeah, and, and I'm not hating there, but I don't think anyone's going to claim that Kiss wrote these. Mysterious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep I'm winding a uh, lyrics. So I'm yeah. happy to hate here yeah. on the kiss. I think they're, <laughs> yeah. I think they're uh, un, 
questionably shit. <laughs> I saw them live once in Finsbury Park uh, with a lot of people who were very excited. I left halfway through because I was only there because they were being supported by Rage Against the Machine, um, nice. who I was excited to see. And I left just as the the main kiss, I believe his name, kiss number one, yeah. Um, yeah. Was, was flying out over the crowd shooting fire <laughs> and I was like alright this this isn't this isn't yeah. really what I came for ang- angry political rantings yeah. now there's a man in spandex flying over the that crowd that is an odd lineup, isn't it I'm yeah, not going to rock and roll all night you would to each other would you no it, but it, I mean also it gives me I'm trying to think if there's any other links but there's not one of my f- favourite bits of, of of wonderful script writing is from Role Models where Paul Rudd's character um, mistakenly thinks the lyrics are "I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day," yes. which is just yeah, beautiful because yeah, yeah. it's 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 a more realistic, yeah, absolutely ambition. What a knackering schedule! Yeah. Chris set themselves out with there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Part Have a day of every off. day. You're already doing all night. <laughs> That's the hardest bit. At least take it easy in the day. There's not much demand in the day. If you had to rock and roll all night, which part of the next day would you choose to party in? Um, but, um, probably um, brunch. Uh, no, I was going to say a late lunch. I was going to say a late <laughs> lunch because I've, I've had a bit of a nap. Yeah, I'm ready to have uh, come back in when everyone's got over the morning bit. Yeah, and nice. I'm there to part party for the rest of the day into when, the night. When do kiss sleep? Yeah, maybe we'd find that out. When it looks in, like in never. kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh no, that's they're, they're clearly banging instead. So <laughs> it's, it's 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 the kiss sex tape. Oh, oh yeah, kiss, kiss, bang, bang is just. <laughs> camera constantly on the members of KISS seeing how long they actually rock and roll and party for yeah yeah. yeah. Gene Simmons aka KISS number one aka Mr KISS claimed, is he KISS number one yeah yeah okay he claimed to have had sex with like 3,000 women or something and someone did the maths like, and interestingly he details his love making technique as KISS KISS bang bang <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the, the process because he needs to be that brief and to the point to get through that yeah, many people of course <laughs> there we go lovely <laughs> What about this one from Buck D? Cloudy with a chance of dodgeballs. Have you seen Cloudy with a chance of meatballs? I haven't, but I was thinking of it last night. Oh, why? Because in the kitchen. This is now outrageous. My real name is is David Meads, and I just thought of the pun of a a, a forecast being cloudy with a chance of meatballs, <laughs> which as a sexy forecast, which yeah. I had for some not reason kid, immediately not a kids film. For some reason, it came into my head late last night, so it's strange that it comes up now, but. What's the cloud in that? In that <laughs> I know. What's the? I, I, I imagined it in a in an attempted sexy situation. What's the forecast for tomorrow? <laughs> cloudy, Cl- cloudy, cloudy. Mm. With a chance of meads balls. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! This isn't yeah. sexy yeah. at I'll all. I'll stay in. We've been getting tips off Gene Simmons. Yeah. I'll take an umbrella. Jeez. Uh, well, that's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> but cloudy with a, dance, a chance of dodgeballs is again. A great thriller because I'd imagine what dodgeball as a game is lacking is the thrill because you know it's immediate. Whereas yeah. if dodgeball is an all night and every day activity, <laughs> that, come at any sky. point you've got this risk of dodgeballs. Then oh, imagine the edge of your seat you'll be. Just if, if rain was dodgeballs. <laughs> yeah, if rain was dodgeballs, imagine. I mean, they would be reaching a velocity, which would mean they would be. <laughs> yeah, well, truly... it's death. <laughs> so the, the, yeah. the fear in do- the game of dodgeball is just that you'll be out. You'll be sent to the yeah. sideline. Yeah. You can even be brought back from the sideline if yeah. someone catches a ball. In this... Whereas in this short, you're out of the game in you, terms of you're sent to the big sideline <laughs> yeah. in the sky. <laughs> Our hero at the end has to be resuscitated somehow, and the doctor has to go. You've been brought back from the sidelines. <laughs> definitely has to. Happen. Now go and stop those sky dodgeballs. <laughs> 
<laughs> or just dodge them. There's not. There's no <laughs> stopping in dodgeball. The point of dodgeball is not to stop the balls. It's no, just it's simply to dodge them. So now go on and live the rest of your life <laughs> dodging those sky balls. Wait, if you catch a ball. You take out the other person. Yeah. So maybe the you're not the catching a ball season. that's fallen from the sky. You've you got big metal gloves, I guess, to catch. Yeah, to catch the final and it's big all metal gloves. <laughs> it's know. all about like technique, Thanos. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like in football, like when someone just traps a ball perfectly. It's taking it. It's, it's moving with it. So no. yeah, so you, you're on a massive ladder on top of like a pool. Right. And you have to jump down with the ball and go down with its velocity into the water, catch it, make sure it doesn't hit the ground. And then the clap. Mm, this then, sounds a lot like when I was your... a kid. I used to think if a plane was falling to the <laughs> ground, you could just jump out when it was 10 feet just from the jump, ground. Jump <laughs> off, yeah. It makes sense. I, used to, that... I honestly believe that until probably 18, 19 years of age. <laughs> what it'd have to be is, is an extendable ladder, but you've you've loosened the bit that <laughs> nice. seals the extension. Yeah, very good. So that with the slight pressure, it'll just go and take you down. And then you've caught one dodgeball. Yeah. But now it's Earth's turn to throw the balls at the clouds. Again, not going to have as much impact. <laughs> and if you ever really, played, really gonna play a dodgeball. Oh wait, yeah, wait. That's it's a no, isn't it? Oh yes, and then you'd have only by catching that, you'd have only taken out one cloud, maybe. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, the clouds would dissipate. Out. Yeah, I, 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 I think that it's a thriller, but yeah. I'm not sure anyone's going to watch that one. <laughs> Sounds, it's quite bleak. Um, it's this point in the show, Pip, John and I bring our own suggestions to the table. Great. So you've heard the listeners' suggestions. Yeah, and let's be honest, they're te- mostly terrible. I'm ready for a great. Jump or fall in quality John, who's <laughs> to be first? decided. Uh, I'll go first. My one is a family film all about inclusivity, a la maybe like a Disney Pixar. Yeah. Coyote Ugly. So it's about. Uh, so it's like the story of the Ugly Duckling. Uh, yeah, but it's a coyote, right? Is yeah. that is that yeah, legally? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> no, is that <laughs> the Ugly Duckling's an old enough story that we're not going to get like, about, sued for. No, right? that's fine. It's, I think you can get away homage. with that. I mean, Different the Ugly animal. in the title is a struggle because that's yeah. It's, it's putting it there. Is is how how sexily is this coyote dressed? <laughs> yeah, that's important. I don't think it's going to try and get a, a job at a bar where it dances on the countertops. Okay, well, you're losing me. You're losing me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Okay, fine, fine, fine. It is. He is. It's an ugly coyote. Um, I, I mean, that, that could bar. be the big the big payoff that when it finds when when it gets its self esteem, it has the confidence to strip in a bar. <laughs> that's beautiful um, I reckon um, what everyone should be aiming towards we all are I, I reckon the coyote's so ugly but it's it's employed by the bar but not front of house yeah so it's out the back changing barrels cleaning the toilets yeah. and then one day there's uh, I don't know illness spreads through the team yeah and so the coyote has to work behind the bar yeah and that's when it, it gets, gets its self esteem opportunity and gets gets its yeah. self-esteem. I would like the coyote to be voiced by Angelina Jolie. Okay. Because yeah. whenever they post like child pictures of her, she was clearly the odd, ugly uh, kid at yeah, school. Yeah, nice. And then at a point was thought of as the most beautiful woman on the planet. Yeah. Unconventional looking. For sure. Which I think she'd bring something to the, the role and the character of the coyote as it goes through a similar journey. There's a there's a picture, isn't there, that, <clears throat> that often goes around where at the age of like 17, her and Steve Buscemi look almost identical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I always enjoy them them posts though of be careful who you pick on at school because they might turn out to <laughs> yeah. be beautiful. It's like, how about just stop picking on people <laughs> yeah. at school? Regardless of if they remain ugly or not. Let's just say, <laughs> not be like, oh, I wish I hadn't picked on them because they turned out to yeah. be beautiful. Not because yeah. they killed themselves because <laughs> I was horrible and really tortured them. It's like, careful who you pick on okay. at school. Consult this checklist before yeah. bullying anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good point. 
Right, my idea, guys. Yes. Yeah. Is, is carry on killing. Right. <laughs> carry spelled C-A-R-R-I-E. Brilliant. So it's an innuendo knockabout take yeah. on the Stephen King classic carry. Yeah. Oh. You see what I've done there, Joe? I've John? got it. I'm there. Sorry. The best jokes take a little while. That's exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I should have taken my applause before giving <laughs> yeah. you that, giving you that <laughs> you film idea. Have. You, um, you having that? Yeah, I, I'm well on board. I like it. And is it a? Is it a, 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 a? There was a sequel, wasn't there? So is it the third part? Is it a continuation of Carrie? I, I saw it as a reimagining. Barbara Windsor's in there. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. She's the mum. Okay, I love it. <laughs> I quite like the idea that it's a sequel, so we drag the audience who like. Who, you know, oh, came you the get Stephen, Stephen King, King fans. fans. That's very good. Yeah. And then they have to watch a knockabout raunchy comedy. There's probably yeah. just more Stephen King fans than Barbara Windsor fans. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to do a survey. It's We've hard pro- to estimate. What we'll it? do is before making the film, we'll get a focus group in. Yeah. Would you rather a reimagining for the Carry On fans <laughs> or a sequel for the Stephen King fans? Or both. Both the audiences win win. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Because didn't they pour blood on her? because she'd got her period and that was kind of the joke it was then picking on her yeah it's a really hard area to find comedy in is mm. is, is 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 the coming of age says you yeah <laughs> i mean again yeah you look at carry on films and they will be making the most inappropriate jokes so yeah i think they could do that i like it i like the idea of it it'll bring a bit of much needed lightness levity some levity to a stephen king franchise the best horror films have got a laugh in them. A bit of fun in there. Yeah. So they pour the blood on her to bully her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't even consider how beautiful she might turn out to be later. <laughs> yeah. <in the> day. <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can just see, the, 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 the beauty here is you can start making it and then decide which one it is halfway through the. the <laughs> so is, is it. Oh, it was a coyote, coyote by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, Carrie is Carrie the Coyote. Carrie the Coyote. Yeah, nice. Carrie the Coyote is a very typical name for a, a, a Pixar character. <laughs> I like oh. it. Amazing. Well, that brings us to the end, Pip. I like it. Thank oh, you so much. It's, we, it's we been uh, enjoyable. We normally pick a winner, but we have to leave that on us to you. So we, we can recap any titles that we've yeah, had if you a want. Look, a quick Harry Potter and the Hunt for Red October. Oh, that was thrilling. Captain Last Ameri- Tango in Paris. Okay. Captain Americano, Sean Penguin, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but it's the band... Kevin James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> I mean, it's Kevin James and the Giant Peach. He's got the winner. Yeah, it's it. my my love of literalness just, just <laughs> came to life, and my love of Kevin James, if I'm honest. So yeah, it's got to be Kevin James and the Giant Peach. Brilliant, and that just about brings us to the end of the podcast. And we know it's the end because there is a rat tat tat on the studio door, and in rolls Kevin James <laughs> in Paul Blart Mall Cop attire on a Segway dragging a Giant Peach. Amazing. <laughs> great guy he was great uh weird that the beard's fake <laughs> isn't that weird he just took it off before recording that was that was weird that was so weird don't you think yeah. he's like oh you don't want this ruffling on the mic do you? and he just stuck it to the wall i hated that other than that nice guy but it's just you have to wonder if he's lying about that what else is he lying about i don't know if you can say things like that about my best mate send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener